Well, hello, America, and welcome to the program. We've got a lot to show you today. Uh, have you noticed that nobody anymore is talking about, you know what, we just, we were talking about Sweden. We're talking about just more health care. That's what we're talking about, that kind of socialism. Oh, are we now? Are we? We're not talking about that. We're talking about a full-blown Marxist revolution. And what happens to those who don't want to go along? Oh, um, I'll show you in their own words. The latest from Black Lives Matter in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, man. And, and it really is. So, uh, boy, the Beck family is dropping like flies. Uh, we, let's see, on last Wednesday, my eldest daughter got sick and, uh, she wasn't feeling well. And we're like, uh oh. And then the next day, my, uh, my third daughter, uh, she got sick and she had a temperature and we thought, uh oh. And then yesterday, my son went down with a fever of 102. Uh oh. Is this a problem, Pat, do you think? So it could be. Yeah, uh, could be. <laughs> well, they're just congested and have a fever. Huh. That's it. Have they lost taste or smell? Uh, well, my son-in-law, who's not here, he thinks he's lost taste and smell, but he's a hypochondriac. He's like, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, he has no other symptom. I can't smell or taste anything. Yeah, did you just watch TV? <laughs> yeah, I did. Did you see that report? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> do any Tim, of them have exactly. combination skin? Because that's another symptom now. Uh, no, uh, no combination no? skin. No. Heartbreak uh, of psoriasis. And, and Mary is, no. no. And Mary is better, and, and Cheyenne got better, and Rafe will okay. probably be better in the next couple of days anyway. But it's been a little weird. But we've had uh, Tempogenics, uh, something called Temp and Toss from Tempogenics. They're a new sponsor of ours. And I have to tell you, <laughs> it's right on time. We've been looking for a way when we open up the doors of the studio to make sure that everybody's temperature is taken. And these, you know, the little, uh, I don't even know what you call them, thermometer guns that you just kind of put up somebody's temple and you, and you take their temperature. Those can fluctuate, uh, quite a deal, uh, quite a bit. And, um, temp and toss, they did a study and temp and toss has the most consistent temperature and they're great because they're disposable. Uh, they, they're now coming in these big rolls of, I think a thousand and five thousand. We're going to be using them at the studios and you just stick them, you know, on your forehead and it immediately reads out the temperature. And, you know, if you want, uh, you could keep it there all day. And so you go, um, your, 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 your temperature seems to be going up. Can you back away just a little bit? We've had them now for the kids and they've been feeling like garbage. And it's nice because we don't have to wake them up or even touch them, uh, you know, when they're sleeping and, 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 and possibly wake them up. We can just look at the, the temperature on their forehead. Temp and toss. It is the first paper thermometer strip available for retail. There's no mylar. There's no battery. Everything is assembled by adults with disabilities and people in recovery at Goodwill Enterprises in Eastco, which is really great because it helps them too. 
Um, and they've just released a bulk thermometer option for employers that includes a dispenser box with options for a 3,000 or a 5,000 strip roll. They're using this at, uh, you know, like the Ford, uh, the Ford factories and everything else. Tepagenics, they utilize four other certified women's business enterprises in the printing. You're going to love the way they do business, but right now what you need to know is this is a great and easy way for you to make sure that you can have your temperature taken. You can get them uh, all throughout retailers all through the country. Uh, also, they're available at tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. And retailers all across the country. It's Temp and Toss. Don't forget the name. Tonight, the unholy alliance to transform America. Communists. Anarchists. And now, Islamists. We are the community that staged a revolution across the world. If we could do that, why can't we have that revolution in America? The terrifying Glenn Beck prediction that's happening now on our streets. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Boy, that's weird, isn't it? What did you just say? We're the community that staged revolutions all across the world. You mean the Arab Spring. And then why can we not do that here in America? You know, what's really weird is it almost sounds a little bit like uh, my prediction from a few years ago while on Fox that, mm, yeah, looks like uh, the the um, up unrest in the Middle East is going to spread and eventually come here to America. But there's more than just that. Let me show you the BLM speaker. This guy was um, uh, one of the leaders and one of the speakers at a big rally in London just the other day. I want you to listen to what he said about white men and what has to happen to white men. You can't talk about black issues and LGBT issues and exclude them as if they're some individual issue. You need to be looking at this using intersectionality, which is a, a word that, you know, is, is thrown around. But what does it really mean? It means recognizing that there is one common enemy, the white man. And, uh, and the systems that they use are capitalism, patriarchy and fascism. They were created and perpetuated by white men for white men in the interests of white men. We need to address the fact that, you know, all of these groups of people, the issues they face, it all comes from the same people, white men. So we need to get rid of them. So we need to get rid of them. Oh, well, that's all we have to do. And by the way, this is a white man saying this. He's a white guy holding the rally. And he's calling for the elimination of the white men. Fantastic. Okay. So now at least they're saying it out loud. Maybe people will hear it. Doubtful. People hear what they want to hear. Um, you know, the, the most popular book in Germany uh, during fascism was Mein Kampf. He laid it all out. He said, we got to get rid of the disabled. We got to get rid of the Jews. He said it all. But people said, oh, he doesn't actually mean that. Yes, he did. And so do they. So now let's look at another problem. We have 
we have Linda Sarsour. Linda Sarsour, who is a radical Marxist Muslim, uh, she has uh, she has gathered together um, Joe Biden and his allies at a progressive Muslim voice event. Uh, the the membership based 501c4 seeks to mobilize American Muslims to advocate for issues that define who American Muslims are by what they stand for. Hmm, that's interesting. Somebody standing up for what they actually believe. Is that what she's saying? So what is it that they actually believe? Now, the group's exuberance for Biden has been lackluster since he took uh, over uh, Bernie Sanders spot as the lead candidate. They actually have wanted Bernie Sanders. Why? Because the movement in the Middle East is a collectivist movement. So on Monday, they had a phone call, and Linda Sarsour was one of the people that was was talking. She was a featured speaker. Um, she became famous for co-founding the Women's March. Remember that, ladies, when you all marched and you thought, oh, yeah, we're, we're just marching with like-minded people, uh, you know, for women's rights. No, no, actually, you weren't. Uh, it was a radical uh, Muslim and Marxist group that you were, uh, you were running around with. How did that end? How'd that end for you? Not real well, did it? So she goes on and she starts talking about how uh, she is so for uh, Joe Biden and we all have to come together. And then she introduces Joe Biden and Joe Biden uh, begins to speak to this Muslim group. Now, Sarsour she has a special brand of anti-Semitism uh, that really puts Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib to shame. Uh, she's a surrogate of Louis Farrakhan. She is outspoken on her anti-Israeli uh, leanings. She's very aggressive. She's advocated several times for one state Palestine with no Israel. She is uh, pro-boycott divestment sanctions against Israel and has been tied vehemently to anti-Semitic zealots tied to terrorism. But Joe Biden and his team thought it would be really nice to take a moment and pander to Sarsour's uh, 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 friends. You know, I mean, a little, don't you agree, uh, uh, Pat? It's not just, you know, if you have one drop of anti-Semitic blood, it doesn't make you an anti-Semite, right? Right, of course. And if you're... Right. And if all of your friends are anti-Semites, that doesn't make you no, an no. anti-Semite. Certainly not. Uh, and and uh, Joe Biden took the opportunity to talk to uh, these rabid anti-Semites and uh, and he coined a new word. Uh, he said uh, that he was going to stop under this administration. We've seen unconscionable an unconscionable rise in Islamic phobia. So uh, that's a new word. I haven't I've heard of Islamophobia, but not Islamic phobia. Now, you might say, well, that's everybody makes that kind of mistake. Glenn, listen to you. Right. Uh, yeah. He said Islamic phobia four times. Uh, he's quote. Trump has named people with a history of open Islamic phobia. Uh, and he wants the Muslim community to know that's not who you are. 
Uh, that's not what you're all about. Uh, so you have to decide whether you want to defeat fascism in America. Linda Sarsour said the election for me is really not about Joe Biden. It is about uh, destroying fascism. Now, you would think, why would you want to destroy if you are, uh, you know, as, um, uh, you know, as uh, somebody who believes in the Middle East kind of rule? If you're an Islamicist, why would you try to defeat fascism? Well, because fascism isn't based on the Koran, but it's the same principle. Sarsour uh, says our community is committed to ending the occupation of the Palestinian people. That means the destruction of Israel. Now, here's an interesting uh, second note. Uh, this is from the Washington Examiner. It looks like President Trump is headed for a drubbing from Jewish voters this fall. Jewish voters are strangely for Joe Biden. I, I'm trying to figure that out with who he's surrounding himself with. He is he is littered with people all over his campaign that don't really have an affinity for Israel. In fact, they want to destroy Israel. A one-state solution that only includes Palestine means there will be no Jews in Israel. I'm trying to figure out how that works for Joe Biden in the campaign, but why not? We appear to be a nation of people that are voting for suicide, that are rooting for national suicide. Why should Jewish people be any different? Meanwhile, two squad members, Elon Omar of Minnesota and Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, uh, are up for re-election, and they are now fending off primary challengers in a closer-than-expected race next month. <sighs> Their contests, while complicated by different forces, both threaten to break up the group, which also includes uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Ayanna Presley. Of, of uh, Do you know anything about her? Because she's like the Ringo. Uh, she's, you know, she's sitting there playing the drums. She doesn't get any credit mm -hmm. for anything. Um, she's almost like, but she's up in Massachusetts. Al almost even like Peter Best, you know, the drummer who left the Beatles, the fifth yeah. Beatle. She's who almost like Beatles. him because yeah. nobody knows who yeah. she is Where or he, what she does. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows that. Yeah. Here is a group of people that are, are now calling for the, uh, the end of Israel. In fact, could I please play BLM speaker defends Palestine? Here's that same BLM speaker that was talking about ending white men. Here he is on Palestine. We need to look at Palestine. Recently, I think it was like three days ago, every map, whether it's iPhone, Android, Google, have removed Palestine from the maps. So Palestine is still there, okay? Palestine is not gone. As much as Israel wants to take over everything, as much as America is funding them, and that's his issue on its own. Does that sound like a friend to the Jews? How many times are we going to go through this? And the story is exactly the same. Now, we have spent years, more specifically several weeks, covering Black Lives Matter. I've been showing you who funds them. We know who funds them. 
what their goals are. We know that now and why they want to destroy everything that makes America the greatest nation on earth, but why they also want to destroy Israel. Now there's this new piece of the puzzle coming in, and it's all starting to happen. I said on Fox years ago, communists, radicals, anarchists, and Islamists would work together. I told you that they would start a caliphate, and then that uprising that happened in the Arab Spring would spread from the Middle East to Europe and then finally to America to destroy the Western world. Could you please play, Sarah, the, the quote uh, from the uh, organizer uh, uh, yesterday that uh, where she came out and said, you know, we, we started this over in the Middle East. Why can't we do this in America? Could you play that clip for me? Here it comes. It's a long way out to the other side of the studio. I tell you what, let me take a quick one minute break and then we'll come back with that clip uh, because it's really important. And it's important for you to understand that tonight we are covering how what I told you was happening at Fox when I was there, that there would come a time where communists, radicals, anarchists and Islamists would work together. It's right now. And why that's so important. We'll do that in one minute. Stand by. Okay, usually when something is half the price, you can expect that it's going to be about half the quality as well. That is not true when it comes to Raycon earbuds. It's not the case. If you have shelled out the Benjamins to get a pair of Apple iPods, uh, for example, uh, I want you to compare them to a pair of Raycons because you're going to kick yourself because I have. Apple iPods are so expensive and I find them really uncomfortable. They fall out of my ears. Uh, if you've ever tried to listen to a book or anything at night and you lay over on one side, your ear just kills you. You've spent twice the money and your earbuds are are uh, much less comfortable than a pair of Raycons. Raycons sound the same. They've got great bass to them. They're really loud. They have six hours of playtime before you need to put them back into the recharger. And the recharger, I think, can recharge four times before it needs to be plugged in. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. You can run with these things and exercise, and they're not falling out falling out out of your ears and the best part is they're the same great quality at half the price half the price one size fits all fitting system that when you get the case you'll have little uh, rubber parts that you put on them it's really easy you're not going to be losing them out of your ears all you have to do now is go to buyraycon.com slash beck buyraycon.com slash beck 50 percent less than the leading earbuds uh, and you, because you use uh, the slash Beck, will get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Do it now. 10 seconds, station ID. It'll just come right out, Sarah. Your citizen brief is coming up in just a second. That staged a revolution across the world. If we could do that, why can't we have that revolution in America? Listen to that. Is that not absolutely incredible? 
We're the ones that staged the revolution all around the world. If we can do that, how come we can't do it here in America? That is exactly what they are trying to do. And no one in the media, no one in the media will tie it all together for you. Tonight, our Wednesday night special, you don't want to miss it. Really, really well uh, researched. They mocked me when they said when I said they were going to reestablish a caliphate. They did. Turkey's about to do it again. They've mocked me for the alliance of America's enemies. And I would just like to suggest that those in power maybe should spend less time mocking me and perhaps a little more time learning the definition of impossible lunacy. It'll never happen. Inconceivable. I feel the press is run by a little speech-impaired Sicilian named Vicente, whose giant has just been bested. They don't get it. But Islamic radicals have joined Black Lives Matter, and the dots are all now connected. I will show all of those to you tonight. It is a massive warning. Please don't miss an episode. Tonight at 9 p.m., the Muslim Brotherhood is here and calling for a little revolution along with Black Lives Matter. Tonight, exposed BLM unites with Islamists and communists dismantle the West and the Western way of life. 9 p.m. tonight, only on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Man, don't miss that tonight. Uh, let me tell you about honey. Um, the time has come, and if you're honest with yourself, uh, you're a little nervous right now. The mouse cursor hovers over that go to cart and checkout button, just waiting for you to gather the courage to push it. What awaits you on the other side of that click? What will be the final total? Hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, a bead of sweat rolls down your forehead, and you hear the ticking of the clock on the wall. What's going to happen? Well, if you're using the Honey app, what will happen is that all of the coupons and the discounts um, and all of the promo codes that maybe you don't even know about are all going to be applied to the things that you were buying, and it'll suddenly appear, and the total will drop, and you watch it drop, and certainly to a less frightening level. Calm down, man. It's shopping, okay? Honey is a free app, so join Honey right now. It works to find you the best deals and promo codes while you shop online, and it's at all the stores that you frequent. Honey, a free app. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Go there now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Save money. Get Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Dave Rubin, Stu, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code Glenn. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, yesterday, Red Bull, the owner of Red Bull, decided to fire all of his social justice warriors. Uh, he is he is going to have the wrath of God come. Well, no, the wrath of Satan come down on him by the social justice warriors. Uh, they had some wokesters trying to uh, uh, organize the workers of of uh, Red Bull against the company and try to get them to admit to all of their whiteness and uh the owner fired them all (laughs) and i personally Mm. think that that is really horrible just really horrible and uh and uh it should be included in your citizen brief today (laughs) 
attention. You are about to be addressed by the Ministry of Truth of the Woke Party. This is your citizen brief. Now for the sanctioned news imperative from the Ministry of Truth of the Woke Party. This is day 57 of our war and struggle against whiteness. This is your citizen's brief. You, citizen, must now open your telecommunicare device to the Minitrue app, which has been downloaded while you slept. You need to initiate the daily lesson about the concept of inequitable access to nature. Racism in the great outdoors. There will be a test this evening. According to a woke party affiliate in Oregon, outdoor diversity groups like Outdoor Afro have found that it's common for black people to feel excluded, uncomfortable, and yes, unwelcomed when they try to enjoy outdoor activities, end quote. Black people and people of color make up 2.2% of Oregon's population, but only 0.9% of daily visitors and 1.9% of overnight visitors to parks. Meanwhile, whites account for 76% of Oregon's population, but 88% of the system's day visitors and 87% at night. The only logical explanation is white supremacy. We must therefore destroy this racism in nature. Free societies are bad. They only promote bigotry. Tolerating racism is racism. Not tolerating racism is racism. The only way to destroy racism is to destroy nature itself. This weekend, we commence Operation Smash Nature. Remember, to love nature is to destroy nature. It is the only way to save it from white extremists in Oregon. Now, the indignity of cause deems that a person who fights the woke party is an enemy of all brothers and sisters. Comrades, a crime against the party is a crime against you, because the party is more important than you. You are nothing without it. Without you, it is still ubiquitous and all-powerful. You do not exist. Only the party exists. A troubling trend has emerged, corporate dissidents. We at the Woke Party demand all corporations to unquestionably give in to our demands. When companies refuse to do so, we must combat these Nazis with all our might. Which is why I'm calling on you, brothers, sisters, comrades, to fight the billionaire owner of the fascist Red Bull Corporation. The man who supports the notorious bigot Donald Trump recently has fired two of his employees for their woke party affiliation. This is a war crime, and the perpetrators will be castigated ruthlessly. Your efforts to degrade the police have been working. A police officer for the fascist corporate states, known formerly as America, stationed in Seattle, penned a letter bemoaning the excellent mistreatment woke party operatives are doling out. 
The officer wrote, The anarchists and Jacobin Marxists currently controlling our city's future have created an environment that will not allow public order and safety to be maintained. And that puts your freedom in peril. When a mob can control city streets, those who do not agree with the mob are not free. Citizen, this is why we must defund the police. As everyone knows, there is safety in the mob. You are totally safe, as long as you understand and obey the party. We'd also like to thank the Woke Party activists who reported a tweet from a varsity high school baseball coach and social studies teacher in Michigan. The unhinged thought criminal tweeted, I'm done being silent. Donald Trump is our president, end quote. Thanks to your diligence, gusto, and persistence, school district officials have hauled the thought criminal into a closed-door meeting after he indicated and confessed his support for Donald Trump's speech to reopen schools. We cannot have lunatics like this teaching our children. It is important that they learn the orthodoxy by rote. They must face no interferences lest they succumb to thought crime and whiteness. This yet unnamed varsity high school teacher is clearly mentally unwell and should be admitted to one of the retraining and mental care facilities for his own good. I would also like to congratulate the woke party activist who successfully made the Star of David a hate symbol on Twitter. You have done the movement a great service yesterday in your unwavering anti-Semitism. The world would not have all of these problems with Jews if there just weren't so many Jews. Woke Party revolutionaries at Stanford University Medical School issues a heroic list of diversity, equity, and inclusion demands to their campus, demanding a financial commitment of at least $25 million to be distributed according to a list of demands to be met within six months. Here is an example of what they have done that you, comrade, can do as well. Point number nine, make mandatory, regular, and universal anti-racist training for the entire Stanford community. This training should be at least eight hours long and must go beyond traditional training, implicit bias and microaggression. This is already available and in use. This is on top of that training. Anti-racist training must be renewed annually. Any individual that is reported to have committed or have been involved with racial injustice must complete an additional unpaid 40 hours of anti-racist training as the first warning. Yes, those formerly known as the underprivileged, the oppressed, the American is standing up. Comrade, rise up. This is your time. And the only way to rise up is to lower yourself to the ground. Do it now. Chant aloud the three slogans of the woke party. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. And ignorance is strength.
strength. Unorthodox loyalties lead the thought crime. Keep your phone with you at all times, as Big Brother is with you at all times. Truth chips for your safety have now been downloaded, and the Ministry of Peace reminds you that our country must remain at war for the sake of your mental atmosphere and for the social hierarchy of the nation and the good of the woke party. Remember, destroy your enemies by changing them. It is essential that you just not crush someone, but we must ruin their lives, their reputations, and their personal health. They will be depersoned. Our war is just beginning. Our war will never end. By 2050, the woke party will have ushered in a nation of truth, love, and peace. Fight the dark army of whiteness. Think about our boys fighting for equality. And always remember, Big Brother is watching you. Do not fail. Lower your boot onto the neck of your fellow man. Oh, I feel much better now after I got my citizen's brief. Uh, Texas, the land of thousand suns, or rather the land that feels like there are a thousand suns shining down at all times during the summer. If you've ever lived in an area where summer feels like God misplaced hell um, and it's somewhere in your neighborhood, maybe next door or in your basement, you know the importance of things like blackout shutters and shades. Just one of the many types of window coverings Blind.com carries. You should check them out uh, yourself. By the way, Pat, have you seen the uh, new studios being built? Uh, The new uh, radio broadcast uh, studio in Mercury Studios? Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How's it look? Is it coming along? It's coming I haven't along. seen it. For, yeah, I haven't been into the studio. Yeah. I mean, it's still under construction, what, but what it's coming it? along. It's coming along. Yeah. Um, there's a 12-foot window uh, in that uh, studio, and we got to talk to Blinds.com about getting one of those those uh, sun-blocking shades, because not for heat, uh, but uh, because of light, we're going we're gonna to need those, and they have all kinds of them. Uh, we, we had some put into our cabin here, blackout shades, uh, but they, they also have the filter shades. They have them so you can pull them down. They have them, and they, you know, they fit up into the ceiling. They are really, really nice. If you're looking for any kind of window coverings, check them out. Uh, that's easy to find online and order free shipping to your door. They have all of the help that you could possibly need. It's really, really a great service. Blinds.com. Take advantage of this week's special savings on interior blind shades and shutters and even outdoor shades. Rules and restrictions do apply. It's Blinds.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, We are glad you're here. Things in New York are out of control, as we know. Mayor de Blasio uh, coming up in uh, in just a few minutes. We uh, we have a um, a special guest on. He is from Yonkers. He's the New York police commissioner, and he is saying police officers will not cross over into Manhattan. Uh, so there's there's no help coming from the outside because of de Blasio and what is happening in New York. They're saying they're not going to get caught up in that and uh, they're not going to risk their lives uh, to not be protected in the end by the city. 
So it's it's quite a situation that is happening in New York. And Don Lemon was mocking uh, people that said that uh, the problems of New York being caused by the lack of support for the police. He said that it's just the the enormous amount of guns that are on the street that need to be removed. Oh, okay. So remove the guns from citizens and the police. Oh, that's going to be that's going to be great. Um, by the way, has anybody noticed the the very strange relationship between the Klan and what they preach and BLM and what they preach? It is this bizarre world where they seem to be they seem to be okay with each other right now, or at least they claim not to be okay, but they're saying exactly the same things. Do you do you know what I'm saying, Pat? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, when, the wokeness is very close to uh, exactly what the racists are saying. <laughs> exact. I mean, yeah. it's exact. There's a comedian on YouTube. I want to play what he 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 uh, he and his friend went out and uh, they played. One was woke, and the other one was a racist. And listen to the conversation. When me and Brad first met, I didn't think we'd get along, but turns out we kind of agree on everything. Your, Your racial identity, identity is the most important thing. thing. Everything, everything should be looked at through the lens of race. race. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> we both have a lot of opinions about people of color, even though we barely know any. I say colored people, but as long as we're classifying them, we both think minorities are a united group who think the same and act the same. And vote the same. You don't want to lose your black card. Sorry, I don't know. I just think we should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Hey, tell me <laughs> you told me yesterday. White actors should only do voices for white cartoon characters. I've been saying that for years. Stick to your own. Us white people, we have so much privilege. <laughs> I agree. It is a privilege to be white. Ask him about interracial dating. All I said is that black men who date white women have internalized racism, and white men that date ethnic women are fetishizing them. Guys against interracial dating now. Like, am I being pranked? Did Boomer put you up to this? Ugh, you know that taco place is white-owned? White people should be making white foods, like Kraft macaroni and cheese, no seasoning, not even salt. It's like he's a mind reader. I mean, I've been pushing for segregation forever, and my man does what? I created an improv comedy show exclusively for ethnic people. Guy segregates comedy on my birthday. White people need to stop wearing dreadlocks, and they need to stop appropriating <laughs> black people's music. Shaved heads and country music, the way God intended. You know all white people are racist. <laughs> I'm listening. Even if you have a black wife or a black friend group, you're still really racist. You know, we just kicked a guy out of the organization for having a black girlfriend, but if you can promise me he's still really racist, we'll consider letting him back in. Black people should only shop at black businesses. <laughs> I guess the only thing we really disagree about is I think white people are the root of all evil. But what did I tell you, though? If we can narrow that down to a certain group of tiny-hatted white people, I think we can come to an understanding. <laughs> Technically, I don't consider Jewish people white Neither do I. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It, that's it's, incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's just It's so exactly great. what's going on. They agree with each it other, is. the two sides now. Uh, they're in complete they agreement. They do. Yeah. I mean, Martin Luther King would be against the Black Lives Movement. I mean, yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement is is absolutely the opposite of what he taught. And uh, I don't know how people aren't seeing that this is it, this is racist exactly what's going on is all racist and leads to the same kind of things that racism leads to <laughs> the destroying of one group of people because you're uh, uh you're superior to to them and what are they saying that white people are broken they are born racists they can never get past their racism 
Uh, and that's why, as we started the hour with, you have somebody in uh, in London, a Black Lives Matter speaker, getting up and saying that white men need to be, uh, what did he say? Gotten rid of? Yeah. Don't know exactly how you do that, but. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Summer's finally arrived, and if you're like most Americans, that means it's time to haul out the steaks and the burgers and the brats and the, the hot dogs and crank up the grill. It's time to spend a little more quality time with the family and maybe even have a few people over for a gathering. Summer is the season for outdoor fun and outdoor cooking, and you're never going to cook outdoors on a better grill than a Rectech grill. I can tell you, I love mine. Smart technology controlled grilling surface is just the best. It's the last type of grill you're ever going to want to buy. But just don't take my word for it. Check them out on social media. Rectech is the number one name in grilling. They're built like tanks. They're durable. They're solid and are on the front line of smart grill technology. So do the research. People in the know choose Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-C. Rectech. Far and away the best bang for your buck. Check them out on social media. Rectech. Built by grillers for grillers. So go to rectechgrills.com right now. R-E-C-T-E-C grills with an S dot com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Rough Greens. If you love your dog as much as I love mine, Pat loves his dog, Stu. We, we all have been putting our dogs on Rough Greens. And uh, Rough Greens is this thing that has just changed my life and my dog's life. Uh, Uno is far more active. Um, he is he eats all of his food. He really gets excited when you say, hey, want to have breakfast? He I say it kind of quietly because and I didn't use the actual word because uh, he's laying down on my feet and he hasn't had breakfast yet. But anyway, um, he gets so excited. He runs to his bowl. Now, this is not a dog food. This is. A health product. See, he doesn't know that word, so I don't have to whisper it. If I, if it was put on my food, you'd have to whisper it. It has all of the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and omega oils and probiotics in it. That's what my wife would be saying to somebody as she sprinkled it on my food. But the dog doesn't speak uh, English, so I mean, he's a German shepherd. Anyway, give your dog the Rough Greens 14-day jumpstart bag today. Fourteen ninety-five. Roughgreens.com slash back. That's roughgreens.com slash back. Or call 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. America, last night on CNN, there was an amazing conversation that nobody heard. It's like a tree falling in a forest. So did it really happen? I don't know. But one of my producers who I'm mad at, I forced him to watch the CNN and report to us to report to us what has been said last night. They were talking about how crime is only up because of all of the guns on the street. Crime is not up in New York because of defunding the police or police disarray or Bill de Blasio. None of that is true. 
Things are out of hand because of Donald Trump and because they won't pass stricter gun control. Oh, really? So we want to get rid of the police and take guns out of the hands of law-abiding citizens. Oh, that's going to work out really well. Now, one of the guys who unfortunately had the task of saying to his brothers in blue across the city line, I'm not going to come and help you. I can't I can't cross the line into New York City anymore. The Yonkers police commissioner, John Miller, has had quite a bit to say about what's going on in New York. And he says it here in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right, if you could change one thing about your business to overhaul it and make it better, what would it be? I will tell you that people say streamline it. I would say, I think the same thing that most people are saying, um, allow me to see everything in one place. Allow me as the decision maker to be able to know what finance is doing and inventory is doing and HR and all of it. So I can have a real time look at my company. It sounds complicated and it used to be, but there is software out there now designed to take away the heavy load um, and and put it on their shoulders in a really streamlined way. It's NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control so you can manage every last penny that goes through your business with precision. We now have NetSuite for the Blaze, and I have to tell you, I wish I had it years ago. We, we There wasn't a system that could do our particular business like this. Well, NetSuite will do it for your business and my business and others' businesses. It's really it's it's a game changer. It really is. 20,000 companies now trust NetSuite to go faster with confidence. NetSuite surveyed hundreds of business leaders recently, and they've assembled a playbook that they'd like to give to you. It's the top strategies that these businesses are using as America reopens for business. Receive your free guide, seven actions businesses need to take now, and schedule your free product tour at NetSuite.com slash back. If you've got a $3 million company, and you want to take it to a 10 million or you this year you just like to keep it at a 3 million get your free guide and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com slash back that's netsuite.com slash back john muller is the uh, police commissioner for yonkers new york and yonkers the police are no longer crossing into new york city uh, to to aid them. Uh, welcome to the program, um, uh, John Muller. How are you? Good morning, Glenn. I'm great. Good morning. Uh, so first of all, how are your officers doing through all of this? Before we get into the rest, how are your guys uh, handling what's happening in the country and and in Yonkers? I assume the the uh, the Yonkers police the men and women of the Yonkers police department have been doing an amazing incredible outstanding job they're fantastic uh through all of this um you know we made a lot of deposits in our community bank account and so a lot of the things you're seeing across the nation glenn you're not seeing in in the city of Yonkers thanks to a mayor who supports this police department and um you yeah. know we're just we're getting through it pretty well Good. I'm glad to hear it. Now, you have decided um, with the city that you are no longer going to uh, 
uh, send a, a Yonkers officer across the city line. You're right there uh, on the line of New York City. What does that yeah, mean, yeah. and why did you do that? Well, what it means is is that New York City Council uh, passed legislation that essentially made an impossible standard to meet for the officers. Um, and if they do not meet this impossible standard, they're going to be subjected to criminal liability. <clears throat> and I just couldn't in good conscience allow that to happen. You know, um, <clears throat> this was a hastily crafted, irresponsible law. I'm hoping that they would circle back. And, and listen to the experts in the NYPD, who, by the way, have one of the greatest departments, uh, one of the most progressive departments. But right now, it seems like everyone is operating in an echo chamber. And the result of that is, mm-hmm. is hastily prepared laws that really put people in jeopardy. For, 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 and they're not listening to, to everybody. It just seems like the people who want to talk to each other are talking to each other over and over and again. Well, the thing that, you know, you bring up that this, they, they've set an, um, a ridiculous standard that no one could ever, um, accomplish 100% of the time. Can you get specific on that? What, what was it that they passed at city council? So they passed uh, an anti chokehold bill. And so just for the record, let's start with the actual chokeholds. I, nor the NYPD, is, has a problem with chokeholds being banned. That's absolutely not. I mean, I think sometimes people are conflating the issues, but in this case, the chokehold is not the issue. It's the knee to the back or the chest. So essentially what they're saying, the council, the way they wrote the law, it is so restrictive that if you happen to put an inadvertent knee on someone's chest or someone's back, you will be subject to criminal prosecution. So when you're wrestling with someone, if your knee happens to touch their chest or their back, there is an opportunity there for a prosecutor to want to prosecute you under this statute. And we just can't have that. And you go to jail. The police officer goes to jail if they do that, right? Yes. And, I, you know, it's just a, a yeah. position that we took in Yonkers, supported by Mayor Spano, that we were not going to be um, a test case for, for such irresponsible legislation. Um, and my heart goes out to the NYPD. I spoke with Chief Monahan, the chief of uh, patrol, fantastic guy, progressive police leader. Um, and expressed, you know, how sad I was about this, because this is just an example of, of going too far and not talking to everybody. So tell me how you arrest someone, because, I, you know, I saw the shooting in Atlanta and that guy was seemed to be totally cool. And then all of a sudden he flipped on a dime and just went crazy. Um, and there's no way they could have put him into cuffs, which they were trying to do if they wouldn't have pinned him to the ground. So, John, how is a police officer with somebody who's fighting them? How is he supposed to keep them down uh, without putting his weight on the main part of their body? That, that's correct, Lynn. You've nailed it. Uh, putting their, mate on the, uh, their weight on the main part of the body. And let's keep in mind that this is not a George Floyd situation where there was pressure on a neck for nine minutes. Um, this is a situation right. where it could be five seconds to maintain control. And what I might like to add is, is that the safest way to take a violently resisting suspect into custody is to get him as handcuffed as quickly as possible. When you when you're able to knock that time down where there is the, the struggle uh, point and they're not in handcuffs, that's where the, the highest likelihood and the most propensity is for a, a subject to, uh, of arrest to be injured or a police officer to be injured. So this almost is is seems to be counterintuitive to what I think they were trying to do. But when they're not listening um, or they're not willing to exchange uh, different perspectives, 
this is what you get. So what is this? What is what is this really going to mean to New York? Yesterday, CNN was talking about the, the, all the problems in New York, the radical spike um, in New York of uh, of problems is caused by Donald Trump and the Republicans for not, uh, you know, passing new gun legislation. That is so ridiculous. It is something right out of 1984 in Newspeak. Um, it, everyone with any kind of common sense knows that the cops are afraid to do anything. They're being told not to do anything. Uh, and that's what's causing the, the rise in crime. The bad guys have the upper hand. What does this mean for New York City to be isolated like this and not have other officers run in? It is really a problem uh, for New York City. It's, and, and sadly, and, and you used the, the two most important words probably right now uh, that we need to be more heedful of is common sense. And there is no common sense right now when you pass legislation like this. And unfortunately, what you, what you find, Glenn, is the folks that need us most in, in communities of color, in, in neighborhoods that, that have issues with poverty, um, they need the police. They need good policing. They need, they need good, solid policing. Um, we understand about police reform. We're for many uh, different aspects of police reform. You, you, you know, this is a very, uh, ch- this is a business that shifts and changed. You have to be situationally agile. You have to be able to move, uh, you know, as time goes on. But we enjoyed a historic drop in crime. Um, I, I was a New York City police officer for a very short time in 1992. And at that time, I believe there was around 2,100 murders. Um, now, it, last year, I think it was around 300. That's nothing short of miraculous. Now, could we have done things better? Right. Of course we could. Um, but we, but what you're seeing now is a reversal of this. And, you know, the one thing you want is officers to come to work and feel like they're wanted and needed and appreciated, respected and valued. Um, because when you do that, they're going to go out and they're going to interact with the community and value and respect and, and listen to what they have to say. It, it's really a win-win situation. So what we're trying to do here is just to bring, um, you know, a little, you know, listen, at the end of the day, I have, I'm responsible for the city of Yonkers and police commissioner there. I, I work at the behest of the mayor. And, you know, this was just something that I'm not going to go down this road. I, I, I see bad things as a result of it. I see rising crime as, uh, you know, and this, this is just one example of um, steps that have been taken without talking to the experts in the NYPD. And like I said, they are the light. They have gone all over the world. People have come from all over the world to learn how the NYPD does policing. Um, so when they say something like this is a problem, and again, I don't believe, I'm not going to speak for Commissioner Shea, but it's my understanding, they're fine with the chokehold ban. It's the knee on the back, the knee compressing the chest that is the issue. And I think when you explain it to people, like you and I are talking right now, I think the overwhelming majority of people are going to say, okay, yeah, I get that. But right now it seems like the most shrill the, the, the loudest minority, like if you scream the loudest in, in, in the minority group, um, a small minority that just wants to yell and scream, you're, you're taking away reasonable common sense. You're taking away people that are willing to listen and go back and forth and exchange ideas to get where we want to get in terms of policing in America. John, help me out on, on something, because you've been with the police for when did you join the force? I started in the NYPD in, the in 1992. Uh, I transferred to Yonkers okay. in 94, and I've been there ever since. So you're talking about 28 years. All right. 
Okay, so what is it like for a guy who I assume uh, was on duty or was called on to duty on 9-11, a guy who witnessed that and then went through the months of every New Yorker and everybody saying thank you, thank you, thank you, knowing that our first responders go through hell that none of us want to go through. And being that that guy or that group of people that was probably put too far up on a pedestal. But now, 20 years later, you're hated. How what does that swing feel like? Well, I think I think we have to be mindful that I don't know if we are hated. I think I think that the hateful uh, small segment of the population is very right now. Their their voices are very amplified. And it seems like they seem to be the darling of certain media outlets. So it seems like we're hated. But the truth is, Glenn, I can tell you this with confidence. Our communities, our communities of color, our communities all over Yonkers, and I imagine it's the same in New York City, support the police. They want police. They want good policing. They want to feel safe because of the police, and they want to feel secure with the way we police, right? And we're constantly working towards that goal way before this. And I'll even do you one better. We were really appreciated during our officers did a fantastic job during COVID where, you know, New York City, New York in, in general was the epicenter, um, you know, with many, many, many cases and probably is where it all started. But at the end of the day, people really appreciated us. And then it all kind of fell apart. But I think the key is, Glenn, is mm-hmm. to continue to engage your community, to talk with them, to exchange ideas and take the time to have discussions, real conversations, not when someone's screaming at you or trying to coerce you to do something, um, because that's not what professionals do. Professionals stand up and professionals uh, assess situations and they take the time to talk to people and, and then you, you arrive at decisions. That, that's what they're paying us for. Uh, unfortunately, it appears that, you know, uh, sadly, the New York City Council has no interest in talking to Commissioner Shea or the leadership of the NYPD, which is second to none in policing in the entire world. Uh- John, I've, I've got to cut our conversation short, unfortunately, but I, I want to ask you one more question. Um, sure. And this goes to just your general your general feeling with what's going on, let's say, right now in Portland. Uh, the governor and the mayor, they're screaming that the the feds are there and they're kidnapping people in the street, et cetera, et cetera. And they want nothing to do with that. Is the president, do you believe, is he right? And I don't want to make this about the president. So if you were president, would you be doing similar things? Are we reacting or are we overreacting or underreacting on these cities where they don't seem to enforce the law at all? It's a great question, because in a democracy, these are the these are the steps that, you know, Western civilization has to take to get where they need to be like. There was a there was a, a transformation when, like I said, the twenty three hundred murders in New York City, people got to the point where they said enough is enough. And we need, you know, really good, clean uh, crime strategies to get us where people feel safe and secure. It's the same thing in Portland. Um, you're, you're, there's going to be a consequence for lawlessness. There is. And you hope that people will take a look at it and say, I don't think this is exactly the good way to go that, you know, we have elected leadership saying, well, you know, we, we have to let people vent. But venting is one thing. It's okay to say how you feel. It's okay to be frustrated and angry. It's not okay to damage property. It's not okay to try to hurt police officers. And I think what you're seeing there is really irresponsible among elected leadership. And you hope that eventually people will take notice of it and say, 
this just isn't the way we can do things. I mean, it's 55 days now, and it's, it's, it's $30 million worth of property damage. Like, at what point does anyone say, this is absolute, this is a disaster? We have to try to figure out a way to, to, to secure and reclaim the streets and not allow people to get hurt, not mm-hmm. allow lawlessness. That's that. I mean, that's the answer. So, uh, you know, it's solely it's the same thing with the decisions made here. It lays at the feet of the elected officials. You know, it's someday you hope there are consequences and people say, I don't want to live through this again. This is not the way to achieve uh, change, especially for 55 days. John Miller, he is uh, the New York City uh, or New York uh, police commissioner from Yonkers, New York. And uh, we really appreciate your time and tell your officers Millions of Americans do have their back. We're behind you guys. Uh, thank no you, John. Appreciate I really it. appreciate that. Thank you so much. Have you a nice day. It. You bet. Bye-bye. Gosh, a normal conversation with a human being. Uh, relief factor. Harold lives in Massachusetts. He uh, was in a pretty bad place with his back a while ago. He was in bed uh, at night uh, having bad back spasms it would keep him up literally writhing in pain he didn't know what to do nothing he tried seemed to help one day he heard me talking about relief factor and how it had helped me with my pain he decided to give it a try it's three weeks 20 bucks harold thought what do i have to lose well he didn't have to wait that long in less than two weeks his back pain was almost completely gone man harold i'm so happy for you These days, his only real worry is overdoing it when he moves around and lifts things because he feels like a young man again. Harold got his life back. I got my life back. Hundreds, if not thousands of our listeners have gotten their life backs. I I, I have I've met hundreds of them. Relief Factor, it's not a drug developed by doctors. And 70 percent of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack, only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, 800-583-84, factorcom 10 seconds, station ID. So, Pat, what do you think about all of this uh, this nonsense between uh, Donald Trump sending out DHS, who, by the way, the head of the DHS was supposed to be on yesterday, then was supposed to be on today. We are hoping that he is uh, going to be on uh, tomorrow. They have promised us again today. What that could they he possibly have tomorrow. to do that's more important? <laughs> Come on. No, I know. I mean, you know? it's the Glenn Beck program, right? man, for the love of Pete. Come on. So what do you think about the DHS... I mean, I'm really torn because I don't like DHS coming in and being the police officer, et cetera, et cetera. But they're no. not. They are apparently going in and just protecting federal, federal buildings. buildings. Yeah. Yeah. So right. well, I think they have every right to do that. And they should be doing that because the local jurisdiction isn't doing that. So are you just supposed to let them go in and burn down federal buildings? I don't think so. So if, if they're not going to do their job locally and the state's not going to do anything, what are you supposed to do? I, I, you can't let them destroy the city and the, the federal buildings in it. You, you can't. Well, you don't want to have a federal police force. That's the problem right? I no. have. I don't want I, to have a right. federal police force. That's really bad. But as the pres- you're president of the United States, and you know that you have citizens, whether they voted for you or not, you have citizens 
that are being hurt, businesses that are being hurt. People are not free when there's a mob on the street uh, and nobody locally will do anything about it. You you have a responsibility to protect and defend those people. I think so. Who are having their constitutional rights trampled on. Yep. Do you not? Yeah, I think so. And it's a, it's, it's a really dangerous place to be, but it is. Here we are, gang. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Gourmet meals are usually best cooked with a gourmet kitchen, a gourmet uh, set of equipment. When it comes to grilling, the kitchen is God's kitchen. You stand outside there under the blue dome of that summer day, taking it all in with a smile on your face, unless you're in Texas where it's a thousand degrees. So the last thing you want to do is stand out and stand over the hot, uh, the uh, hot grill. Well, let me tell you something. Not only is Rectech that gourmet grill, the gourmet kitchen for you outside, you don't have to stand it. You don't ever have to check it. You can check it inside the air conditioning with your phone because it has all kinds of, uh, it's, it's really, really high tech. It's smart grill technology. And it allows you to put it in, close the lid, and then just watch it on your phone. It's really amazing. Perfect stainless steel design. Rectech going to make your cooking game uh, just the best. Follow Rectech on social media. Sign up for their newsletter and see their great grills. One for you. Rectech Grills with an S.com. R-E-C-T-E-C Grills.com. This coming Monday, you're going to have a chance to vote for Glenn to finally get him into the Radio Hall of Fame starting this coming Monday, July 27th. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're glad you're here tonight on Blaze TV, our Wednesday night special. It is a don't miss. Uh, all of these specials for the last few weeks have been don't miss. In fact, it's, this is the first time in my career I have told my children they have to watch Dad's show. And they're like, Dad, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, but uh, they have to watch it because they need to understand much more than what they're getting just in the regular media. Uh, tonight, we've been telling you for cover, for several weeks uh, that Black Lives Matter uh, is a radical organization. We've been showing you who funds them, what their goals are, why they want to destroy everything that makes America great, uh, how they are trying to absolutely dismantle us piece by piece, and we are at war with them. Um, there's a new piece of the puzzle tonight that we're going to add I said for years on Fox that communists, radicals, anarchists, and Islamists would work together. They would first create a caliphate, and it would spread. Uh, the uh, disruptions, the Arab Spring would spread and eventually make it to our shores. And, uh, and they would all say, now, go, go, go. Well, it's happening right now. Remember when they mocked you? They, they the merciless. Oh, they're not good. Oh, they're never work together. They don't have the same goals. They don't have the same motivations. They don't have anything in common. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Look where we are. 
And look where we look are. Look where we are. We're there. Can you believe? I mean, Pat, you helped research and write those shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, can you believe how much of that is now done? No, it's unbelievable. It's all done. It's yeah. all it's it's all it happening. Is. Uh, and there was a resurgence last week of the left trying to mock me. I said one time, I think last week or the week before, I said, look at the Islamists are starting to gather together with the communist and BLM. And I, I played the audio of BLM people at a, I think it was a care rally and the care people at a, at a BLM rally. And, uh, of course, all of that was left out of the articles that were published, of course. Uh, you know, the actual facts. But they were calling me crazy again for saying it. I thought, Jeez. wow, we are really hitting them where it hurts right now uh, because it's it's really clear tonight. I'm going to show you the Muslim Brotherhood is here and they are calling for a little revolution, just like the one that transformed the Arab world nearly a decade ago. In fact, do we have that audio? Uh, Sarah, can you still play that audio for me? Okay, you don't have it. Um, it well, we'll play it's, it tonight. It's where it she is, talks about it's phenomenal. what they've done across the rest of the world. Why can't they do it here? Yeah, the, that's when you're talking yeah, about. We've, yeah. had our, we've had our revolutions all across the Middle East. <clears throat> yeah. Why can't we have a revolution here in America? I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. Our elected leaders who swore <laughs> to protect the Constitution and the nation, they... They are part of it. They are mm-hmm. sitting there silently, and some of them are literally part of it. Tonight, we'll show you all of that. There's something else that's going on uh, that you need to be aware of. Um, yesterday, the Chinese consulate in Houston, um, the police were called because apparently they were in the middle of their their consulate in the courtyard, and they were burning all of the records of the consulate, which is almost like a Nazi movie, hmm. isn't it? I mean, that's usually what mm-hmm. happens you know, right before, you know, uh, an enemy of war comes in to your consulate. Uh, uh, things are getting a little spooky, I think, honestly, with China. Um, the United States has abruptly ordered China to cease all operations and events at its consulate in Houston. Uh, the Chinese foreign ministry is really upset. They say this is unprecedented escalation uh, in recent actions taken by Washington. The State Department said they're, they directed it to close in order to protect American intellectual property and Americans' private information. But they didn't they didn't say what prompted it. Wasn't it just a couple of days ago, though, that they announced that they had caught China trying to hack in and take all of the research Mm -hmm. for uh, the the new uh, 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 virus uh, inoculation that we're working on? Um. The State Department said in a separate statement, China has engaged in years in massive illegal spying spying and influence operations, and those activities have increased markedly. A statement posted on the official social media, the Chinese foreign minister said the order to close the consulate was political provocation uh, unilaterally launched by the U.S., which seriously violates international law, basic uh, norms governing international relations, 
and bilateral consular agreements between the China, uh, the Chinese and Americans. Um, the statement goes on to say the U.S. has been shifting the blame to China uh, for uh, the the China virus. Uh, they said they have tried to stigmatize and have, have have performed unwarranted attacks against Chinese social system, harassing Chinese diplomat and uh, and staff uh. in the U.S., intimidating and interrogating Chinese students and confiscating their personal electronic devices, even detailing detaining them without cause. I mean, China is talking to us about detaining uh, people. Amazing. Amazing. Also, <clears throat> China spies on on uh the u.s and and our corporations uh with i mean with absolute abandon with absolute abandon so if we're we're trying to stop a little bit of that wouldn't that be a refreshing change of pace let me tell you the 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 city of washington dc has partnered with china now china is in all of our universities right now and it is Mm -hmm. a subversive campaign the university system that's the first thing i've seen the university system do that i was like really they're okay with shutting all this down it's massive corruption and an influence campaign throughout all of our universities Mm -hmm. And a lot of them have stopped this because, quite honestly, a lot of the professors are being arrested uh, for taking money from the Chinese and smuggling information out of those universities and getting them to China. Um, But some of our cities are actually involved. Washington, D.C. is Hmm. one of them that has taken money and is is uh, taking all of this propaganda and putting it into the school districts of uh of washington dc there's another story that came out yesterday about china they have ordered uh christians to take down all religious symbols including crosses crucifixes and images of jesus christ Mm. and ordered them to replace them with pictures of communist leaders huh where's that been done before uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I remember mm. that. Oh, oh, huh. that's right. Uh, remember, it was Adolf Hitler. Oh, that's right. That did exactly the same thing. All impoverished households in the town were told to display Mao images. Mao's image. The government is trying to Oof. eliminate the Christian belief and wants to become God instead of Jesus. Officials said that those who were receiving financial assistance from the government would have to take down their religious symbols and replace them with portraits of Chairman Mao and President Xi Jinping. Uh, if they refused to do so, they would ref- uh, they would face the loss of their welfare benefits. One villager uh, recounted that officials tore down the Christian images in his home and replaced them with a portrait of Mao. So if if your church is not enough they are going into the houses of anyone who is getting any kind of help from the government and taking down all of their religious uh all of their religious um icon i i can grab i icons let's just leave it works again next week (laughs) next week being voted for the radio hall of fame and every day Every day, I think, how do I have this job? Anyway, um, also, churches across the country are being attacked here in America, and no one is saying anything about it. Uh, there is 
there is an attack that is coming, and my guess is it is going to come on the uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints uh, first. I think they're they're going to go for after the easiest to pick off, and they're going to separate us, and they are going to take us down church by church. Um, I think the the Catholics um, maybe. Uh, you know, on that list as well. The the Baptists are certainly going to be on that list, uh, but they are going to come for our churches. Most people don't know this, um, but we've had situations right now in America in the last few weeks that resemble what ISIS does to churches in the Middle East. They go in, they cut the heads off of the statues, uh, and they desecrate them, and then they try to burn them to the ground. Uh, in in Europe, just in France, in the last 12 months, there's been, I think it's 50 fires, 50 churches have mysteriously burned down. These grand mm. cathedrals just burning to the ground uh, in France. Nobody's been injured because nobody goes to church in France. <laughs> Um, but they're sending they're sending the same signal that they did during the French Revolution here in America. That has not happened, but no one is reporting on the destruction and the arson that is happening in American churches. I warn your church, please warn your pastor, priest or rabbi that. These people are not fooling around. And when you come after the Western culture, you must come after God. You must come after the Judeo-Christian principles, which come from, I don't know, Jews and Christians and what we believe. Those will come under attack. And that is because I believe we are battling evil and not flesh and blood. That is the main target. And... um Persecution, persecution is coming. If we don't wake up soon, persecution, grave persecution is coming. Uh, the kind of persecution that we haven't seen since maybe the first century uh, as Christians and the kind of persecution that you now see in the Middle East. All right, back in just a second. First, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Real estate agents I trust. If you've been through the process before, um, you don't have time right now for all that nonsense of what it takes to sell a house. You've done this before, uh, so you know what I mean. Buying and selling a home is challenging. It's an exhausting process, um, and it doesn't have to be that way. This is why we've created realestateagentsitrust.com. When you get one of the agents that, are from real estate agents i trust um you're getting a walking talking directory of every person in business that you're going to need in order to keep all the plates spinning throughout the process the agent is going to know what the carpet guy to call his number is and you know who's going to paint and who's going to fix the flower beds and all of that stuff if you're not doing it yourself and you need somebody else to do it you where do you even start the real estate agent, a good one, knows all of those people. 
And uh, they're also going to be there all the way through advocating for the best deal, whether you're selling or you're purchasing a house. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. It's a free service to you. Do your own homework, interview these people, and interview other real estate agents as well. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Tonight, the unholy alliance to transform America. Communists. Anarchists. And now, Islamists. We are the community that staged a revolution across the world. If we could do that, why can't we have that revolution in America? The terrifying Glenn Beck prediction that's happening now on our streets. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I want to tell you what happened uh, at the Grace Baptist Church. Um, It was amazing. Protesters went in during services and screamed at a woman holding a child and two others in tow. At least one man was pulled aside and punched repeatedly. Uh, He was chanting in the church. This is no house of God. This is no house of God. Um, It is. It's in Troy, New York. Uh, The Covington Catholic High School students and their confrontation that just uh, that just happened. These are the things that are going on all over our country and people don't understand. And I'm telling you, please alert your church and if your church remains dead at the sleep it's going to become a problem and i don't mean it's going to become a problem that you know you're going to be persecuted and you're not going to know no they will become part of the prosecuting and persecuting uh, team there's going to be a clear clear divide and you're going to be accused of all kinds of things that have happened in the past, all kinds of things that are going to be said about you. If you serve the one God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you are going to come under attack, and you know the truth. Your heart is changed if you are truly a Christian. Your heart is changed and there's no place in your heart for racism. There's no place in your heart uh, for um, uh, for hatred. And you're going to want to hate, but you have to stay away from all of that. Um, we have to be the most Christ-like. And any church that gets involved with Black Lives Matter uh, and they say that it's fine, I'm sorry. But I have a real problem with that because they don't believe in salvation for white people. They don't believe that they, they believe in collective sin. Christ did not come for collective sin. He came for the individual to claim you as an individual as his. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
let me tell you about American Financing uh, real quick. Uh, American Financing, uh, they are the group that plain and simple are going to save you a buttload of money. You can take a 10-minute phone call right now, 10 minutes, and find out how much money you can save. American Financing, they will look at your mortgage. We're now at 3.5% interest rate. 3.5%. Holy cow. Save so much money every month. Don't give that money to the banks. Keep that money. Pay your debts down. AmericanFinancing.net. Call 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Pat, next trivia question. What was the shampoo where the girls kept doubling on the screens and you'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends? Remember that commercial from the I 70s? do remember the commercial. Wait, what was the, I don't know if I know the what product. What was the commercial for? Was it, gee, oh your God. hair smells terrific? I don't terrific? have any of these answers. That's what I thought it was. I'm it's not, not sure. I just huh. body no, on it was tap? bothering me this morning. Uh-huh. I body on tap. <laughs> is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. One gun was pulled out, a loaded pistol magazine, clicked them together and said, you're next. The angry crowd was just outside of his house. He said, I went inside, I got a rifle. Is Because as soon as I said, hey, this is private property, the words enraged the crowd. A horde, an absolute horde, came through, smashed down our gates, coming right at the house. I stood there. The only thing we said was, this is private property. Go back. Private property. Leave now. But they were wearing body armor. We were threatened with our lives, threatened that the house was going to be burned down. We thought this was the moment where we were going to die. It was as bad as you could get. It was the storming of the Bastille. Well, you've seen this this couple when they grabbed their their weapons and tried to defend themselves and their house. They are now um, being charged with a felony. We have the Missouri Attorney General on the phone with us to tell us what the heck is happening and what they're going to do. He's on with us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I know he's really pressed for time. I want to get to this as soon as we can. Let me just tell you quickly about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is something that I feed my dog. I'm sorry, I don't feed him. Well, I do kind of. I put it on the dog food. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. And uh, I can say this out loud with him sitting here, even though he's a boy, um, because he doesn't speak English. He just looked up at me and his ears perked up. I got to talk quietly about him. What I put on his food is good for him. It's probiotics, antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, mega oils, you know, uh, all the stuff that, you know, your wife tries to make you eat. 
Well, I make my dog eat it, and it works. It makes him feel better. Don't tell my wife that I recognize the connection there. Rough Greens, 14-day jumpstart bag for only fourteen ninety-five. See the difference in your dog in 14 days or less. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. It is so great. Uno just loves it, and he has really changed. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Eric Schmidt is on the phone with us now from Missouri. He is the Missouri Attorney General, uh, and he is filing uh, now to dismiss the charges against the McCloskeys. That is the uh, that is the couple that has uh, are now, I think, facing just as much trouble from the same kind of mob, except this mob is carrying briefcases. Eric, welcome to the program, sir. Great to be with you, Glenn. Um, so tell me, tell me what, tell me what you guys are going to do. I know the the governor said he would pardon them if they're convicted, but you have the castle doctrine. How can these people even have to face a day in court? Well, they shouldn't. The charges should have never been brought in the first place, uh, Glenn. I mean, this amounts to pure and simple, a political prosecution, which in the United States of America is a very dangerous idea that you've got a local prosecutor mm. um, bringing the full force of the government against law-abiding citizens who are protecting their home and their lives, um, and they're facing four years in prison. I mean, if like that sink in, I think it has a, could have a chilling effect on people exercising their fundamental right of self-defense, which, as you know, is deeply rooted. It's deeply rooted in this country. It predates our Constitution, the idea that you can defend yourself it's in our Second Amendment. In Missouri, it's in our Constitution. As recently as 2014, it was even expanded um, to make sure that any, any infringement on would, would uh, be met with strict, strict scrutiny by the courts. But Missouri also has the most expansive castle doctrine in the country. And what do I mean by that? I mean that you have a right, if you're threatened, to not just defend your life or your family members' lives, and not just your castle or your home, but your property. And that's exactly what's in play here. So at a time where you've got you know, uh, calls to defund the police, um, spiking violent crime rates, including in St. Louis. It reached over 135 murders already this year. You've got a prosecutor oh now gosh. targeting targeting individuals, targeting law-abiding citizens for exercising this fundamental right. So I, it's incumbent upon me as attorney general. I felt somebody needs to do something about this. So we're stepping into the case and we're seeking a dismissal because it's my belief that the entire state has an interest in being involved in this case because of the chilling effect that oh, it yeah. has. If you, you know, a high-profile prosecution like this, Glenn, where people feel like if they defend their property or their own lives, that they might be sent to prison themselves is completely outrageous. I, I will tell yeah. you that, I mean, we are in so much trouble, and, uh, you know, I, I thank you for the work that you are doing with several other attorney generals uh, across the nation to point out how much trouble we're in. Um, you know, this prosecutor is taking money from George Soros. Uh, it seems to me that the attorney generals and the prosecutors uh, locally that have taken money from George Soros are the ones that are all letting prisoners go and, and charging all the wrong people. But if if you allow this to stand, God help us in the future. If someone can come in and take your stuff or burn your house to the ground and receive no punishment at all but if you try to stop somebody from doing it 
you go you go to jail it's a world of the insane it's completely upside down glenn and and i view my job as the attorney general the great state of missouri as the last line of defense i mean again these charges should not have been brought but this is a political prosecution by a local prosecutor who has an abysmal record of actually prosecuting violent crime she used the COVID-19 pandemic to release dozens and dozens of inmates charged with violent crimes out onto the streets, including people who were, you know, had um, mm. pulled guns out on uh, restaurant workers, attacked cab drivers. These yeah. people were let loose, um, you know, and you got, again, the backdrop here of defunding the police so that if you actually did call somebody to come and help, there wouldn't be the money there to support that effort. And, and our founders knew that, in those instances, right, the right to defend yourself is paramount. It's a natural right we're all born with. And government is our shared project to protect our rights, not to take them away. And that's what this prosecutor is doing. And so, you know, it's time that we stand up to this kind of nonsense. It's, uh, I mean, this isn't just a political statement. I mean, this is a, a criminal prosecution, uh, which is dangerous. This is, this is, um, this is one of the most dangerous things I have uh, seen uh, possibly in my lifetime uh, in America, because this is not what just one prosecutor. Um, you know, you had the uh, the Massachusetts attorney general, um, Mara Healy, come out and said, yes, America is burning, but that's how a forest grows. We are looking at people who are in charge of our laws and law enforcement and and they are rooting for the burning down of this nation we are not just having some little disagreements it is a excuse the expression black and white reversal of all that we hold dear that is happening with some of these prosecutors and attorney generals can you speak to that at all yeah, look, this is a fight for the rule of law. What kind of country do we want to have, right? Do we want to have a country where uh, people, you know, can speak their minds freely in the town square, right? Uh, that people can exercise fundamental rights. Um, the idea that, you know, a debate is being shut down now by a cancel culture that's completely out of control. I mean, all these things are on the table. But the most basic thing, public safety is at stake here. You have people who can want to dismantle and defund uh, law enforcement. Um, you know, those law enforcement officers are standing on that thin blue line between chaos and order. And, um, you know, they're under assault by, by a lot of local prosecutors and activists, and, and it's wrong. And, and so, anyway, we need to stand up to this, and I, and I believe we can do it. Um, but, but uh, you know, in moments like this, uh, when these charges are filed, that's the, the crucible, right? And you've got to decide, you're going to stand up for the rule of law, you're going to stand up for the Second Amendment, you're going to stand up for these important things that we believe in as Americans. And that's what I'm doing right now. We're not backing down. Well, I thank God that you are in that role in Missouri because Missouri is, I mean, look, we, we all are in the same, we're all in the same boat. There are some places that are worse, you know, uh, New York, uh, Los Angeles, uh, Seattle, Portland. Crime is out of control. And what is is just as frightening as what's happening in Missouri with this case is the idea that they are now blaming the crime and the murder rate going up, not on any of the disruption, not on defunding the police, not on no one being arrested and our prisons being opened up. They're blaming it on guns. 
And so they'll take more guns away from law-abiding citizens who are scared out of their mind because they don't know if they can call the police and the police will show up. Yeah, look, you've got um, uh, violent crime is spiking, uh, as I mentioned, in St. Louis, Kansas City. Um, and, and Missouri's always been a bit of a microcosm for the country, right? We've got two major metro areas, St. Louis and Kansas City, um, uh, you know, per, sort of a, a demographic uh, layout that, that reflects the country. And so Missouri's always been kind of a reflection of what's going on. And what we're seeing is rising violent crime rates, and you're seeing that across the country. Uh, and in the face of that, the answer by, by those on the left is um, to defund police departments. And the other thing is, Criminals have been emboldened. If they don't believe that they're going to be held accountable or prosecuted for, you know, carjackings and murders, um, you know, we're, we're going to get what we've got. So we've got to we've got to stand up to that. And this local prosecutor in St. Louis who's brought these charges with all of those things happening in St. Louis, a carjacking a day. There's been, last year alone in the city of St. Louis, there are 360 plus carjackings. You know, they've got 135 murders and she's spending her time. Um, instead of taking care of those issues by targeting law-abiding citizens who are exercising their fundamental right to self-defense. It's an upside-down world. Is, um, but again, why it's important is she in the, to step in. Is she in the mainstream of uh, the people of Missouri? I mean, do, 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 is this what people are crying out for? No, I don't believe Her approach? So. I mean, I could... I hope not. I don't believe that to be the case. Uh, the people, you know, have reached out to our office are really appreciative um, that we stood up here and, uh, you know, are entering this fight. Um, because my job as AG is to represent six million Missourians in the rule of law in our Constitution. It's a, it's a document I swore um, to protect. And so, the entering in this case, the chilling effect that this kind of prosecution can have on individuals exercising that fundamental right to self-defense can't be, you know, understated or can't be overstated. It's a, it is a, it's a, it's a very dangerous road to go down and it needs to be stopped right away. Can I ask you one more question? I know your time is tight, but if sure. I may, let me ask you one more question about um, what's happening in Portland. Uh, I do not want a federal police force. I don't like the Department of Homeland Security coming into our towns and and being an extra police force. It's wrong. But we're sitting in a situation in like uh, Portland where the mayor, the governor is not doing anything to a protect federal buildings, which I understand is what's happening right now with uh, DHS is they're just protecting those buildings. Um, But. But don't we have a responsibility to the citizens of every town when their constitutional rights to be free are being violated by a mob and a governor and a and a a mayor that won't do anything about it to uphold the constitutional law? How do we walk this line, uh, Eric? How do we how do we not become everything we despise? but also protect everybody's freedom? Well, I think there's a, it's a great question. I think there's a balance there. I'll just give you an example in Missouri. Um, the governor was very open to um, Attorney General Barr offering the help in Kansas City. And so uh, federal law enforcement is going to be working with local law enforcement there on Operation Legend, which was named after uh, Kansas City's youngest victim about a month ago. 
Um, and we in our office have a partnership with the U.S. Attorney's Office, both in Kansas City and St. Louis. You know, part of that reason is the local prosecutor in St. Louis isn't interested in prosecuting violent crime. So we're working with the U.S. Attorney's Office to prosecute violent crime uh, in federal court, where the penalties sometimes are even stiffer. So I think the answer is there's partnerships and a shared understanding that everything we hold dear in this country, this idea, the American experiment, right? It is, I wrote an op-ed on the 4th of July. It's a very unique thing. That's the, the idea of American exceptionalism. We stand out from the rest of the world in the history of the world where you had, um, you know, rights were given to you by government and you were subjects. And this experiment we have of self-government is that everybody has dignity and we have fundamental rights. And government's role is to protect those rights. And all that stuff's on the table here. And so I think that uh, standing up for constitutional liberties Making sure people feel safe, striking that balance there is really important in a big conversation we should be having. And it sounds like, you know, some of these governors and mayors on the left, because they don't like the president, are unwilling to help, you know, protect the citizens they represent. And in Missouri, we're trying to forge a different path with those partnerships to make sure people feel safe. The victims always need to be front and center here. What gets lost sometimes are the kids being murdered, the mothers and fathers being lost. Uh, and as I talk to people in the community, they want to feel safe. They want to make sure that their kids can go to school and not have to worry about violence. And they have every opportunity this country, you know, can provide people. So uh, it's it's a really important issue. And it's just sad that some people are politicizing this uh, when this is a core fundamental value of, of public safety. Well, thank you for trying to get these charges dismissed against this couple um, in Missouri. Uh, I I don't think it's right that they have to go through a year's worth of of hell in a courtroom for something that is so clear, especially in a state with castle doctrine. Uh, Eric, I appreciate your work. Thank you so much. Let us know how we can help. Okay, take care. You bet. You bet. The uh, attorney general for the state of Missouri. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You ever tried to sail across the ocean in a bathtub? It's, it's sort of what the economic craziness is that we're experiencing right now would be like. I think, you know, you're in the middle of the bathtub. What? This is going to work. No, it's not. The Fed, like some lunatic in a house fire, is throwing gasoline all over the place and printing money left and right. And the result is things like what's happening to the housing market, where mortgage rates have dropped under 3%. Now, that's a good thing, but not when you see the underlying principle behind it. But they are, they are making money worthless. Get out of all of the loans that you can get out and save as much money as you possibly can to pay down your your debt. Right now, AmericanFinancing.net can help you. If you have a home and it has anything over 4%, you are going to be in the money. I mean, if you have an interest rate of 5%, my gosh, uh, call them right now. We're looking at interest rates now of three and a half percent it's insane that could mean hundreds if not a thousand or more dollars every single month and if you take your high interest credit cards and roll them into this without resetting the term of your loan my gosh you're gonna you will thank me 10 minute phone call call them right now 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 it's americanfinancing.net 10 seconds station id 
I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Donald Trump is in real trouble. John Kasich is going to speak in support of Joe, Joe no. Biden at the Democratic Convention. I saw that. It's all over now. It's all over. Yeah. As it's beloved over. as beloved as that guy is. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're getting a you're you're getting a uh really a foundational cornerstone of of the GOP. And broader than that, conservatism in general is the cornerstone mm-hmm. of conservatism, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is just You know what's amazing to me is I know. It, what's amazing to me is uh if you didn't want Donald Trump, all John Kasich had to do was drop out uh there towards the end. All of that right. support would not have gone to Donald Trump, it would have gone to somebody else and you may not have had Donald Trump. So if that was his main thing was we don't want Donald Trump. Uh you're mm-hmm. responsible for it, dude. You are truly Maybe the one man besides Donald Trump that is responsible for Donald Trump winning. And now, <laughs> now you're going to go and you're going to speak for the Democrats to try to defeat him when you got him elected? Mm. You're a moron. John Kasich is a moron. Uh, I wonder if they can get uh, Tom Arnold to speak. Oh, I hope so. Because he did. Oh, terrific. Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe you know, Tom Arnold. Uh, maybe Tom Arnold could be John Kasich's running mate in twenty twenty four when he runs again as a Wouldn't Democrat. That Wouldn't that be great? That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's not really good, uh, Tom Arnold, at uh, relationships. You know, he's just had another <laughs> divorce, and uh, oh, has he really? And uh, yeah, what is yeah, that like seventeen? He hasn't figured out this. <laughs> he hasn't figured out the secret of of love yet. Ah, darn it! Uh, and. Uh, Ah, mm. you would think it, so. that people be getting along with him because he seems so uh, relatable, easygoing, seems like a guy you can re- relate to. The charisma just oozes out of him. How is this happening in his relationships? Hard to figure. I know. I know. And his wife has had to call the police on him. And no, all no. kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Um, by the way, I do want to talk to you uh, sincerely about another celebrity, and this one is Kanye West. Mm, yeah. What's happening there? Uh, because he's being made to look like he's insane and should be institutionalized. And I mean, literally, mm-hmm. that's what they're saying. Uh, and, you know, he might be. Uh, but what the heck is happening there? This is the Glenn Beck program. Haven lives in Texas. She takes relief factor for her pain. She has shoulder and back pain. I should say she had lower back pain and shoulder pain. Uh, when her husband started having severe pain in his upper back and his hip, she convinced him to try it. She had already lost his uh, pain. But, you know, he said, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And she kept giving it to him every day. How are you feeling? It's not working. It's not working. Day after day. How are you feeling? Not working. All right. So uh, he stopped taking it. Uh, once the once the three-week quick trial, uh, quick start trial uh, ran out, he stopped taking it. It doesn't work. Ow, man. Oh, Gosh, my back, it hurts more, a lot more. He learned his lesson. 
it was slowly going away and he didn't really notice it until he stopped taking it relief factor not a drug developed by doctors 70 percent of the people who try relief factor go on to buy more it's 1995 get your life back like haven and her husband it's relieffactor.com 800-583-84 check out my show pat gray unleashed every weekday at 7 to 9 a.m eastern or anytime funny. anywhere you get your podcast it's funny This is the Glenn Beck program. So Kanye West seems to be having some sort of a meltdown. Um, uh, He has claimed now on Twitter that he's trying to divorce his wife, Kim Kardashian, uh, and accused his mother, Kris Jenner, of engaging in white supremacy. Oh, boy. Mm. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's Kim's mom, Mm -hmm. Um, not his mom, obviously. Um, he has uh, been trying to get divorced since uh, Kim met with uh, some rapper, uh, Meek, at the Waldorf for prison reform. That's what he wrote on Twitter yesterday. Um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. But then he referred to uh, his mother-in-law as Chris John Ung. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Oh my god, that's uh, funny. Yeah. Now, is this is this actual real stuff, or is he is he just promoting I, his his CD? No, I think this is. He said they tried to fly in with two doctors and fifty one fifty me. Uh, this this is all on Twitter yesterday, um, and that apparently is a California law where they can. Um, uh, say you're a danger to yourself and then institutionalize that person. Uh, Chris and Kim put out a statement without my approval. That's not what a white should do. That's wife's that's white supremacy. Um, they were trying to lock me up. Mm. Uh, I'll live for my children. Chris, I'm in Cody. If you're not planning another one of your children's playboy shoots. Whoa. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> so is it possible that he wow. is i mean it's possible that he is crazy and and having a bipolar episode mm-hmm. um because that's who he is um but it's also it's also pop, uh, possible that uh uh that, i mean he's being destroyed i can't imagine it i mean i don't know them at all so i, I I don't know. I just find it interesting because of the journey that he's been on. Right. I didn't think yeah. that it was necessarily a real spiritual journey that he was on. It seems to be one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be, you know, he, he has spoken out about how his wife is uh, hurts his soul. He said, looking at the way she dresses and everything else hurts her soul, hurts his soul. Um, and is that possible that that's what's driving all of this and she thinks he's just a crazy christian i don't know possibly and is it possible that yeah. the 5150 is not an involuntary order to go to a to an insane asylum but a reference to uh he he just wants her to listen to a van halen album from 1986 
Uh, <laughs> it could be. Is, is that could possible? Be. I'm in Cody. Yeah. You know, I'm in Cody. I'm yeah. in Wyoming. He probably <laughs> has heard some Van Halen uh, going around the streets of uh, Cody, Wyoming. Isn't it weird? Cody, Wyoming? That, yeah, very I weird. Mean, you wouldn't. You would yeah, never weird. place Kanye West in Cody, Wyoming. And to live there. He lives there. I don't know if. Does Kim Kardashian uh, join him there, or does she stay in L.A. the whole time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Cody is this Cody's this cool little town, uh, family that lives in Cody. And it's just this really cool town. But it is way out in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere. And small. Um, it's Yeah, it's it's not Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That, that I could see, you know... Uh, Kanye, you know, building a ranch up there. Cody mm-hmm. is, it's a, it's a very different place. It's a great place, but uh, very different. Um, another celebrity, Greta Thunberg, says the UA, uh, the EU recovery plan fails to tackle the climate crisis. Um, and she doesn't care about, you know, this COVID thing. She cares about the, the climate crisis. She said this is doing nothing to tackle the issue of a crisis. Uh, they're denying the fact and ignoring the fact that we are facing a climate emergency. Yeah. How that, dare man, you? I feel bad for her. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really do feel bad for her. Yeah, because because of the indoctrination that has obviously been parents. going on. Yeah. I think her parents. Yeah, Somebody. her parents are. Oh my gosh! And it's, it's somebody has it's influenced despicable. her, and really, it is, and turned her to a turned her into this this frightened frightened girl terrified of everything which How is dare you which is exactly why she needs to talk to michael schellenberger about whether or not this is a crisis whether or not this is a catastrophe because this is exactly why he took on this book that he wrote which is uh, apocalypse never have you read that yet it is it's a tremendous book and it shows i mean he talks about his life and what he's done in his life and he's been a crusader for environmental causes since he was like 16 years old the guy lived he was the time magazine poster child for the environment he was the environment savior from time magazine in like 2008 and he still is he's a reasonable environmentalist he's he's the kind of environmentalist my grandfather was you know people who actually are farmers who are actually people that live by the forests and and hunters etc cetera, etc cetera, they are n- they're nature lovers mm-hmm. and they know how to care for it because they work in the soil and he's he's more that kind of guy he's actually engaged with the earth as opposed to hugging a tree and then going to conferences all around the world to listen to eggheads he's engaged with the earth and its residents he really cares about poor people that's why he's lived in brazil and manawa Niarawa, and africa and all over the world combating poverty and and environmental injustice and all that kind of so the guy is a super extreme uh, liberal and he is telling people, stop the hysterical uh, rhetoric that you're using. You're scaring the crap out of our kids. You're, you're making them believe that they have absolutely no future whatsoever. And it's harmful. Stop it. And he's saying, look, even if, it, even if the temperature does rise, and it is rising, he believes that wholeheartedly. But he said, even if it goes up what the IPC says it's going to go up, 
uh, that's actually going to grow more food over the next 75 years by the IPCC's own admission. I mean, he goes on and on about all kinds of these uh, hysterics that people are going through. And he goes to the actual people who are supposedly responsible for him. And in virtually every case, they say, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I'm saying. I've never said that. Mm. The, the catastrophic uh, rhetoric just has to stop. And that's why, you know, you got a, what, 17-year-old girl in Greta Thunberg who, uh, you know, has really taken this to heart, internalized it. You can tell when she speaks about it, she's scared to death. She's scared witless. Scared to death. You know, it's amazing, too, is our children will say Greta Thunberg, uh, you know, is a hero. My children won't, but a lot of people's children will say, that's, that's a hero. That's, that's mm-hmm. somebody who's really standing up and yada, yada, yada. I read that story about Greta saying, how dare you? This is not enough uh, again today. Um, and I followed it with this story. An Afghan teen who has been hailed in her country as a hero after she used to. Well, let me tell you the story. There was a knock on the door about one o'clock in the morning. Insurgents came to the doorstep and her mother went to see who was who was knocking. When she saw that they were armed, she refused to open the door and the attackers shot her mom. Mm. They barged into the home and they shot her father. The insurgents were targeting the dad, the village chief and the government supporter, uh, the local police head, um, and were targeting these guys because he wouldn't give up the town. Um, she was inside the house and she took an AK-47 and uh, she shot two of the Taliban fighters to death, the ones that killed her parents. And then she went on and injured a few others. Now, she's being hailed in Afghanistan and, quite honestly, in my world, as a hero. That's a teenager who lives in the real world, who lives in a place where you, have, you could die at any time. That's what a hero is. Somebody who watches her family being shot to death and does something to protect herself and other members of her family. And we would look at her in the West, I think, our many of our kids, especially college kids, would look at her as a monster and hold up Greta Thunberg, who is a sad and pathetic pathetic example of what of what our youth is in many cases not all but in many cases how dare it's, you uh, <laughs> i know i know and I know. what pro- and what progressives today have done to these poor kids uh she, she's a great example yeah it's of not that. their fault right if right. they, if I grew up in America and I was taught everything that I was taught, mm-hmm. uh, that these kids are being taught, I'd probably be on the same road. And I'd think this country was evil. Uh, they have no idea. They've been lied to, uh, as Greta has been lied to. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Our generation has never had to think about things like bartering for a tank of gas or a plate of food. But um, I said to Pat earlier this morning off the air, I said once, you're not going to recognize your country. There's going to come a point where you're not going to recognize your country. Um, 
let me say this. I don't recognize my country today. Let me say this. Next year, you're not going to recognize this country, the one we're living in today. I think things are going to change that dramatically that fast. So what do you do? Well, I will tell you, most people don't see what's coming, but I do. I think you do. Goldline does. And that's why they're offering five free silver Mind Your Business bars. Now, the Mind Your Business bars, um, you're going to get with any order. Um, but Mind Your Business was actually what it said on the original American coin. Mind Your Business. Don't you love that? Two meanings. Hmm. Yeah, keep your mind on your business mm-hmm. and keep your mind out of everybody else's business. Mind <laughs> your business. I love that. That was actually the motto on our coins when we first started printing coins or minting coins here in America. Well, you'll get five free silver mind your business bars uh, for free with uh, with your order. The stock market is poised to explode. Uh, everybody's saying, it's, look, at it, it's making so much money. Yeah, I know. But it's also going to implode. We are printing money to cover our expenditures. The Fed is the one that is propping up Wall Street. It's trouble. You need to consider putting a percentage of your portfolio into precious metals, please, and actually have the metal. How much How much you're going to need? I don't know. You'll have to do your own homework. Let the professionals at Goldline help you. Don't go crazy. But 10% is a good rule of thumb. Their account executives are ready to take your call right now. They're waiting for you. Ask them about the five free silver Mind Your Business bars with any order. It's 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Tonight, the unholy alliance to transform America. Communists. Anarchists. And now, Islamists. We are the community that staged a revolution across the world. If we could do that, why can't we have that revolution in America? The terrifying Glenn Beck prediction that's happening now on our streets. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Don't forget our special tonight uh, at 9 p.m. You don't want to miss it. Uh, make sure you join us at Blaze TV. If you're not a member, just join. Become a member at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save 10 bucks off of your year's subscription. Tonight's a really important one. It is about the unholy alliance between the anarchists. Let's see. Let me see if I got this right. Anarchists, socialist communists, uh, and Islamists would all gather together to try to destabilize the uh, Western world and the United States. Uh, so uh, we have the uh, uh, we have the radicals. Okay, I think mm-hmm. we've seen radicals on the street. Uh, we have the communists and the socialists. Uh, we have the communists literally out in the street. The Marxist. We have the socialists. Those are the people who are the democratic. Uh, players that are letting people, you know, get away with all of this stuff. Uh, and then you have the Islamists. We'll show you tonight how all of this has happened now. And it means 
not good stuff, especially if you're not prepared and not aware of what they are doing. We're in an election season, don't forget. And they've all come together in something called the Red-Green Alliance. And we'll tell you about that and more tonight, 9 p.m. Don't miss it. Uh, Pat, what have we what have we missed today that we have to? Uh, Well, Joe, Joe Biden, uh, maybe our next president of the United States. You're going to be really pleased when you see another little segment from him because he's so sharp and so bright. And he proved that again on MSNBC yesterday uh, when he was talking about voter registration. Yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff. All right. Okay. Well, the only thing we can do about it is be prepared. We have a whole group of lawyers who are going out to every polling, every uh, uh, voter registration physician in the states, the secretaries of state, making sure that they, in fact, have a game plan as to how they're going to allow the voting to take place. Okay. Every voter registration physician uh, is going to be, are these doctors who work on the ballots or do they work on the people that are casting the ballots? How does a voter registration maybe physician of, work? Well, maybe you register and you get a COVID test at the now same time. That, that, I, I, it's a good idea. That would be that would be a good idea. Uh, and one that if Joe Biden had his mental uh, uh, facilities, he, he would be able to come up with that idea. Uh, but uh, he does. He clearly he can't get through a single interview. He can't get through a single interview without some weird moment or moments like this how do you vote for someone who you know is mentally incapacitated and if he's not you know he's on the road to it Mm -hmm. he's beginning his twilight years where you know we took the keys away from grandpa and you expect him to run this country at this time it's insane what kind of madness is that We'll see you tonight, 9 o'clock on Blaze TV, an episode you do not want to miss. This is the Glenn Beck Program.